fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Boy, have you seen how all of this is just falling apart in on, on almost every front? Inflation, the economy, jobs, the World Economic Forum. That's a conspiracy. Is it? Really? Uh, the COVID uh, vaccines. That's all coming out. Now, there's new news out about it today that they didn't release information that uh, myocarditis is could be a side effect because they didn't want people to panic. Oh, I don't know. Maybe that's something you should have told us. It's all coming apart. The border and the January 6th narrative is really falling apart quickly, especially when it comes to the pipe bombs. And we're going to talk to a guy who in Congress has been following this like crazy. He's going to give us uh, an update. Barry Loudermilk is going to be joining us here in just a uh, just a second. So no, oh, no. Going this hour. That's yeah. hour one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Bob Rommel is going to be with no, us. No. <laughs> Listen, he was, was on an hour two. He we, was on an hour two. We have Thomas Massey on. Oh, Thomas Massey. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Thomas Massey joins us in just a second. <laughs> I love Thomas. Okay. Let's say you want to sell your house. If that idea sounds simple, you've probably never done it before. Let me assure you, literally nothing about it except cashing the checks is fun. It's the same with buying a house, especially right now. You have to have the right real estate agent that is absolutely on his or her game. You could easily be in for a really bad time. Now, years ago, I really got tired of mediocre real estate agents, and it wasn't their fault. It was mine. I didn't know how to interview them. Well, I started working with the 500 best real estate agents in uh, the country, according to the Wall Street Journal, and I've learned a lot. I want to pair these people up with you. There's a reason some real estate agents make a lot of money and some don't. There There are tricks to the trade, if you will. They're called best practices, and that's what we look for and turn on to you. I'm not charging you anything. My company's not charging you anything for the, uh, for the tip. All you have to do, if you're buying or selling a house, go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all. Go there now. We'll hook you up, whether you're moving across the street or across the country. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Our good friend, Thomas Massey. Hello, Thomas. How you doing, Glenn? I'm good. I'm good. I got a couple of things to talk to you about, uh, but I, I would really like to hear what is happening with the January 6th pipe bomb. There is so much breaking news on this this week that it is, it's shocking, shocking. Yeah. Well, let me tell you where this all started. When we took the majority, remember the Democrats had the majority for two years. When we took the majority, it became possible for us to go look at the videos of January 6th. So my staff sat over there and watched dozens of hours. We found something that had never been released I worked for weeks. I finally got uh, went all the way to the top, got Kevin McCarthy to, to pull some levers, and I got a video released of the second pipe bomb being discovered. They've never talked about who discovered the second pipe bomb. So then uh, I got to talk to the assistant director this is of the FBI. This is the guy in charge of the investigation. For two years, he was in charge of this investigation. And, and, and it wasn't just a little chit-chat, and it wasn't five minutes in a hearing. We had several hours with him in a deposition, a transcribed mm. interview. And I put these questions to him. For instance, how does a one-hour kitchen timer on these bombs 
how does it supposed to set the bomb off 17 hours later? Uh, because remember, the FBI said, oh, these were planted the night before. We've got videotape of this person walking around putting these bombs out, one at the RNC, one at the DNC. But when they were the next day, the question is, how the heck can they go off? And he 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 told me, I said, do you I asked him, do you think they intended for the bomb to go off the next day? He said, I can't speculate on that, sir. I said, well, let me ask you this. Do you think it was technically possible for a kitchen timer? No, no. He said, I said, that has a one hour duration. He said, no. I said to detonate a bomb 17 hours later. He said, no, I don't. (laughs) And how come they both stopped at 20 minutes till? Yeah. I mean, what are the odds? The synchronicity of, of the discovery of these two bombs. My question is, how hard did they look for the third bomb? How did they know there were just two bombs? They're, they're like, all right, let's wrap this bomb thing up. We got them both. Uh, but well, that's kind of their attitude. The The interesting it's- thing is um, the video you released uh, shows that the the source was a yep. Capitol Police officer, right? Uh, off-duty uh, I have not interviewed uh, that person yet. They okay. say plain clothes. Plain clothes. Okay. So Capitol yeah. Police officer finds the bomb and the picture is comical because it's just sitting in front of the bushes. It clearly, I mean, it looks, it, all it's missing is Acme on the uh, front of it. It looks like a pipe bomb with a, you know, wires coming out of a kitchen timer. All right. It's ridiculous. Nobody, nobody finds this. Just about 20 minutes before uh, the vote is going down, a plainclothes police officer happens to spot it. And then he goes over casually to the uh, Secret Service, talks to them casually for a while, then goes around the other side of the window, talks to that officer, then leaves, and the Secret Service don't leave their car. Then children. Yeah, kids. Children are walking by. Oh, my gosh. A whole group of little children are walking by. And the FBI is not saying or the Secret Service are not saying, hey, can you cross on the other side of the street, please? Nothing. Nothing. How is that happening? What did uh, he say? <laughs> he he. I said, would that person who, by the way, I don't know for sure that it was a plainclothes uh, Capitol Hill police okay, officer. All right. I don't know that for certain until I talk to that person. But I have reason to believe that's probably true. I asked him at the time before we knew that fact or suspected that fact. I said, would that would the people who found these bombs be suspects? And he said, absolutely. That's investigation 101. And I said, well, who found the bomb? He said, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but he's been running it for two years. For two years. Here's the other thing. I asked him, okay, how confident are you that the person you have on video the night before is the person who planted those bombs? He said, very, very confident. They said, well, how did that work when you went to, did you use the cell phone data? Did you geofence and and locate this person? And this is when he told me what is unbelievable to me. And he said, I don't want to start any conspiracy theories, but the, the data was corrupted from one of the providers. And that's probably why we couldn't get the, well, we can't figure out who this person was. The data was corrupted. They can find the thousands of grandmas and go break down the nursing home doors to throw them in jail. But the data was corrupted on that guy. Wow. It's 
uh, it's the, the dog ate my homework explanation that just doesn't match up. Did you did By you way, did you ask him about the video that they have shown that is at a uh, a frame rate that no security camera has ever had? I asked him about that. I asked another in a follow up inter- uh, briefing from the FBI that I had just before Christmas. I asked another person about that and the alternate angles. They've got different angles from that camera that they seem to not be releasing or showing us that would show the person actually placing the bomb the night before. Right. Remember, we've got video of a person, but we have no video of him placing it. Placing. Right. On either near the DNC with actually closer to the Capitol Hill Club than the DNC. And we have no video of them placing it at the at the RNC. Sorry, RNC, D, uh, Capitol Hill Club are next to each other. DNC is further down the street. Um, so I asked, you know, I asked the you know assistant director in charge. This is Stephen D'Antuano. He's since retired from the FBI. By and, the way, by the oh, way, well, he wait, wait, wait. He's also the guy that got a promotion. He was in uh, Michigan. He was the guy who thwarted and oversaw the operation on the Whitmer kidnapping case, which was a joke and thrown out. So he, because of that great success, he was transferred and put into Washington, D.C., which is, a, is the place that everybody's trying to get to. And then after this, he suddenly resigns. It's weird. What happened? Yeah, well, well, not until he had a non-investigation for two years of the pipe bomb. For you know, I've talked to people who live in that vicinity. They have townhouses near where the person allegedly placed the bombs the night before, and where the bombs were found. They weren't talked to until months later. Like you have to be there. The the evidence starts disappearing. You know, within hours. For instance, as this person walked around the neighborhood. There's Wi-Fi. Did you go check the Wi-Fi routers? Did their Wi-Fi try to connect to somebody's cell phone? Mm-hmm. Did Bluetooth devices try to connect? Um, there was no effort, as far as we can tell, and as far as I know from talking to the people that own townhouses around there, to do that. There's a complete lack of diligence here. Let me ask you, um, you know, uh, motive plays a real role here. Um, who would have the motive to place bombs in a place where you know it's going to be 20 minutes before the vote and the vice president is inside of that building who has who would have motive of doing that really 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 bad guys right mm-hmm. or those who are trying to uh, put together a setup Correct. A narrative. Right. Correct. Okay. It, but if the indictments, the indictments on all the J. Well, I don't know if it's all the J. Sixers. I just learned this last night from Kyle Serafin. He says that the pipe bombs are mentioned in the narrative, that, you know, that was used to oh indict. Oh my gosh! So Not, you have trying. this. You have this narrative, except if it was really nefarious people, why wouldn't the vice president, the DNC? Uh, the media, everybody else, why wouldn't they be digging into this story and talking about these pipe bombs? For two years, we've not heard anything about these pipe bombs. Why? What would the motivation be if it was planted by somebody nefarious? 
are they suddenly just becoming just very, very, very Christ-like and saying, well, we can forgive and forget? <laughs> uh, by the way, it was the incoming vice president who was like 30 feet from this bomb for right. what, what would have been, you know, a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not, I mean, why have they not played that up? In fact, they kept the fact that she was at the DNC where this pipe bomb was out of public knowledge for a long time. Then, but why wouldn't they use that to say, look, correct. the first, you know, <clears throat> African-American female vice president was almost murdered on correct. Uh, January 6th. It is the most bomb. egregious part of January 6th, if it would have happened. And if you believe those were nefarious people that put those in, you would be all over that. You know, if we found, you know, uh, the bombs in the World Trade Center wired to the uh, wired to the uh, uh, the pillars and we caught it in time, we would be saying they planted bombs. Thank God they didn't go off and the pillars of the World Trade Center. Why wouldn't you do that with this? You know, with the Boston bombing, they were at the Macy's where the pressure cooker was was purchased within 36 hours. They had identified the, you know, where the pressure cooker came from, and they were getting the video off of the Macy's camera within 36 hours of that bombing. So there's we can let me ask the question the other way. So what what would the motive of the bad guy be? What would the motive of the quote, you know, air quote, good guys be to not? diligently follow all these leads to just sort of try to memory hole this whole episode of these two pipe bombs. And I would say the motive is uh, the most charitable interpretation is that they were Keystone cops and they don't want to be embarrassed by, they were terrible yes. at doing all of this and they're embarrassed. They they're more the charitable than I am. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't believe it. I'm saying that's the charitable. I think the more probable uh, motive is that they were somehow involved, just like in the Michigan case, mm-hmm. where uh, you know they were trying to you were poking either. And I'm not saying it's, it's somebody who gets a you know goes to a cubicle at FBI or somewhere and, and draws a salary. Maybe these were assets, mm-hmm. and they were running something to try to ensnare anybody who was thinking of having mm-hmm. you know pipe bombs there. Well, they would gravitate toward this effort if it was hanging out there um, in the, you know, subversive underground. But they've totally, they're just totally trying to memory hole this. I'm trying to get this out there. Um, by the way, it was Darren Beatty of Revolver News. Who he's doing not great work. Go. Oh, he's doing great work. Great he's, work. He's the one I, I first showed. The, well, I couldn't show him the video. I told him what I saw in the video. And then when I, uh, you know, did the transcribed interview of the assistant deputy of the FBI who was in charge of the D.C. field office, he, you know, Darren was like, I think you should ask these questions and this question. And why didn't they do that? And um, I would encourage people. We've released that transcript just recently of me interviewing D'Antuano. And folks should read that. I mean, this is the guy who was in charge of the investigation for two years. And he has no theory on, on why these pipe bombs had 
one hour timers and we're set 17 right. hours before we'll get somebody on that on my staff get them to tweet that out right away so you can read it uh, back yep. with did you have a second can i ask you another yep. question let me break for 60 seconds back with thomas massey uh relief factor sleep when you're having a rough night you keep tossing and turning unable to sink down into that beautiful state of bliss that we call sleep that we all wasted when we were teenagers anyway um if you have a hard time getting to sleep Reach for Relief Factor. You know what happens? You'll sleep soundly, and you'll wake up the next day feeling refreshed. Just like the regular Relief Factor that you take for pain, Relief Factor sleep is 100% drug-free. It has a blend of natural ingredients designed to promote healthy sleep by reducing anxiety and distress, improving mood, and promoting relaxation. I know from experience it works. It's great. The first bottle is $19.95. Unleash the power of great sleep. All naturally by calling 800 the number four relief. That's 800 the number four relief. Or go to relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, the other guy that really needs uh, credit in this is Scott Baker from The Blaze, and we would ask that you would pray for him. Uh, he's on the verge of. Oh, Steve Baker, I'm sorry. Um, what is happening? I'm turning into Joe Biden. Uh, but Steve Baker uh, has done just tremendous work, and please pray for him. And Scott, I don't know if Scott needs Scott's him, great but throw too, him in. But, throw uh, him in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Steve, we, we fear, is, I mean, he's been notified he's going to be arrested uh, any day now for his coverage on all of this. He's it's, such a, you, you talk to him, he's such, such an aggressive, scary guy. Oh, he is, not he, know, though? You can tell, yeah, yeah. He, he puts you on the edge immediately. Yeah, mm-hmm. not at all. Not at all. Um, so, Thomas, there's been another couple of breaking things. One broke, I think, yesterday or this morning that um, we have now a memo uh, from, I think it was the CDC, saying that we can't release the fact that myocarditis may be a side effect of this because we'll panic America. Did you see this? Um, I did see that. And, uh, you know, I want to add something to this. I'm doing my own investigation of the FDA, uh, and I've done two transcribed interviews that haven't been released yet, and I plan to do a hearing. Uh, the two people in charge of vaccine approval at the FDA, each of whom had 30 years of experience, were forced out in the fall of 2021 yep. when, they, when they got orders from, from uh, the Biden administration to go from emergency use and to a full-on license. I remember because, this. Because they wanted to do mandates. And they felt like unless they had a license, they couldn't do the mandates. So these are these are people who were in charge of the vaccine approval at the FDA. And they were basically forced out, resigned because they were removed of all of their responsibilities. I've got several hours of transcribed interviews with them. When you have this ready, please come to Dallas. I'll spend the whole day going through it with you. I'd love to expose that. This is... The, the 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 unexplained or um, what do they call it over the you know overachiever deaths or whatever they call it the excess yeah. deaths is pretty phenomenal and that nobody well they are overachievers they're trying of overachievers the right description <laughs> I want my I want my death to count anyway um, it is by the way truly frightening 
Yeah, it, it, you know, there were signals. This is this is long past that memo you're talking about. You know, this is the fall of 2021. The memo right. you're talking about was almost as soon as the vaccines came out, I think, <laughs> in January, February. But they uh, they knew well about myocarditis and these other side effects. Uh, by the way, I, these these are actually what I would call kind of the the mythical people who are apolitical, who just go about doing their jobs for decades inside of the government. They believe in the real science, not the science with the trademark beside it. Right. And I, I couldn't tell you if they're Republican or Democrat, haven't asked them, but they left because they were being told to ignore the science and to skip all of the things they knew that were right to do. Uh, this, I mean, we're in a very dangerous place right now because the deep state and all of the people that are so corrupt, it's all coming undone and it's going to be exposed. And when that happens, uh, that's when those people panic. Um, don't panic. We are on the winning side. Truth is coming out. As always, Thomas Matthew, Massey, thank you for being on the program. Thanks, Glenn. Thank Glenn Beck. NMLS 182334, NMLSconsumeraccess.org. APR for the rates in the five starts at 6.275% for well-qualified buyers. Call 800-906-2440 for details about credit costs and terms. Sometimes when the going gets rough financially, the best thing you can do is have somebody by your side. And it's not just anyone, but somebody who's there to help dig your way out and knows how to do it and is helping people do it every day. There's a salary-based mortgage consultant at American Financing just waiting on the other end of that phone for you to call so they can be that person for you. They've helped so many people already. Right now, great news in the market for homeowners. Interest rates have dropped, and they're now in the low fives, which is a lot lower than they were last year. If you've been buried in high-interest credit card debt just to make ends meet, now is the time to break free. American Financing can help you access the cash in your home to pay off that high-interest debt. Last year, they helped customers save an average of $854 a month. That's a $10,000 raise you'd be giving yourself. Then you might be able to delay your payments for two months for more savings. And then you can write all that interest off for taxes. AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Don't forget... You can join the Blaze now, Glenn Beck, uh, blazetv.com slash Glenn Beck, promo code Glenn. Remember when that letter came out and uh, it was all the former intelligence people and they were like, oh, this, I mean, we don't have any access to any real information, but that Hunter Biden thing God, looks a lot like it came from Russia. Right? Remember that? I do remember. They said it just like that yeah, with that voice. They, they, they like, God, Russia. It just <laughs> sounds like Russia. I'm sorry. That's just the way I hear them now. No, it is. Yeah, it is for like, me, too. Hey, I'm Barney <laughs> from the bar on the Simpsons. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, some new FBI uh, people have come out, um, and they just wrote a letter to the Honorable Mike Johnson, the dishonorable Charles Shum- uh, Sumner, uh, the Honorable Mike Turner. Charles Sumner? Are we going no, way Schumer. back? God, what is, what is with happening me? with you today? <laughs> I was like, Sumner, I man, he's still around? I got to get my eyes fixed, man. I got to get my eyes yeah. fixed. <laughs> 
And there you have it. Another example of why Glenn Beck is in the Radio <laughs> Hall of Fame. Hey, stop for a second. Let me just teach you something here. Okay? You guys are not in the Hall of Fame. No. Right? So no. let me teach those who could someday be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. You work. You work hard. You master your craft. Okay. They give you the award, and then you just give up. Because there's <laughs> Wait. nothing they can do about it. Really? Okay. So anyway, this is going to the uh, Permanent uh, Select Committee on Intelligence uh, the majority and minority leaders, uh, Homeland Security, Homeland Security and Government Affairs. And it says this subject, the United States is facing a new and imminent danger. Dear Mr. Speaker, Senate Majority Leader and Chairman, as former senior executives of the Federal Bureau of Investigation with deep experience combating dangers to the nation, we write to express our concern about a current specific threat that may be one of the most pernicious ever to menace the United States. I don't know. You got my attention. Yeah, sure. The danger arises from the nature of the threat itself. Wars and espionage, bombings and riots are sadly familiar delivery systems of instability, intimidation, and insecurity. The country... Uh, has faced these has faced these more and more throughout its history but it is held together though not without struggle the threat we call out today is new and unfamiliar in its modern history the us has never suffered from an invasion of the homeland and yet one is unfolding now military aged men from across the globe many from countries or regions not friendly to the united states are landing in waves on our soil by the thousands, not by splashing ashore from a a ship or parachuting from a plane, but rather by foot across the border that has been accurately advertised around the world as largely unprotected and ready to grant you access. It would be difficult to overstate the danger represented by the presence inside our borders of what is comparatively a multi-division army of young single adult males from hostile nations and regions whose background, intent, or allegiance is completely unknown. They include individuals encountered by border officials and then possibly released into our country along with a shockingly high estimate of gotaways, meaning those who have entered and evaded apprehension. In light of such daunting, unprecedented penetration by uninvited foreign actors, it is reasonable to assert that the country possesses dramatically diminished national security at this time. The nation's military and laws and other natural protective barriers that have provided traditional security in the past have been thoroughly circumvented over the past three years. In 2021, the demographics of those crossing the poorest border on our South started to shift. Young men from around the world traveling alone and holding questionable motivations dramatically increased in number to become the most common profile of those breaching our nation's borders. The startling number have been found on the terrorist watch list or are from countries designated as state sponsors of terror distinctly unfriendly to the United States. This particularly is alarming in light of the Hamas terror attack on Israel on October 7. Those of us who have fought terrorism know that historically successful terrorist attacks invite mimicry. We know as well that terror leaders intentionally cultivate throngs of young men possessing certain easily manipulated personality types 
to carry out these atrocities. It is stark to say so, but having a large number of young men now within our border could, uh, that could begin an attack gathering of ar- unarmed citizens in intimidation of 10-7, or I'm sorry, in, um, in imitation of 10-7 and behest of a foreign terror group, it must be considered. Why is this computer stupid thing? It um, must be considered a distinct possibility. We would be remiss not to call this out. It's a potentially grave threat in the most direct terms. The warning lights are blinking. And yet this very real concern does not seem to be getting the focus it logically deserves. The director of the FBI has correctly assessed an elevated threat level since 10-7, but relatively little discussion has followed highlighting unsecured borders as uh, as a significant cause of this increasing dangerous environment. It is troubling. It's a troubling concern that needs illumination, not avoidance. Any violation of the nation's immigration laws increase our risk, but the surge in numbers of single military-age males descending upon America cities and towns is alarming and perilous. Additionally, they are not just from terror-linked regions, but from China and Russia as well. Hostile adversaries of the U.S. with aspirations to devastate national infrastructure. For those reasons, elements of this recent surge are likely no accident or coincidence. These men are potential operators in what appears to be an accelerated and strategic penetration, a soft invasion designed to gain internal access to a country that cannot be invaded militarily in order to inflict catastrophic damage if and when an enemy deems it necessary. This new reality, this never-seen-before threat, deserves greater attention. The borders need to be secured against these young men and those already here illegally. They must be identified and removed without delay. This will take coordinated cooperative efforts of the FBI, Department of Homeland Security, and the rest of the intelligence community to achieve. Yeah, fat chance. We encourage these actions— and much greater congressional attention to this threat. The country has been invaded. It is an invasion that will continue as long as the nation's enemies perceive that it will be tolerated. Until it is stopped, the United States is extraordinarily less safe and secure. Knowing all of this, it would be a shameful travesty if some terrible attack, as preventable as these attacks would be, were to occur against innocent Americans or the infrastructure that keeps our nation safe and functioning. The government will have failed grievously for its, in its duty to protect. Sincerely, Kevin R. Brock, Assistant Director, uh, Directorate of Intelligence, Federal Bureau of Investigation, also Principal Deputy Director, National Counterterrorism Center, uh, and uh, Mr. Chris Swecker, Assistant Director, Criminal Investigation Division, Federal Bureau of Investigation. Both of them are former and retired from the FBI. That is a clear clarion call. Now, if you really want to be um, cynical, you'll say, oh, yeah, but it just came out when Texas 
said it was an invasion, invoking the powers for the governor in the U.S. Constitution. But is there any part of that you don't think is true? I mean, the facts are behind this letter. We know that how many out were on the terrorist list that we know of, like 118 that we know of? People are coming in from Russia, whole swaths of people, men coming in military age from China. You, you don't think that in 10 million people, there aren't 200 that have nefarious thoughts? It's insanity. With what we went through after 9-11, for us to be this intentionally blind is insanity. And just yet another agent of chaos. Because that is all that those who are trying to grab control of the world and the Western freedoms, that's all they're about. Chaos, chaos, chaos. Whatever you do, just do the next right thing. If you find yourself being surrounded or talked into chaos or anything that would cause more confusion and chaos, get away from it. Do not lose your first citizenship to try to save your second citizenship. Back in just a second, the winter clouds have begun to lift and spring isn't that far around the corner from us. I don't know about you. You're living, you know, back east. By the way, let me just say this. When things happen, where you are is where you will be. You will be. So uh, you might want to think about that. Anyway, uh, spring isn't far around the corner from us. It is time to give your home a fresh new look. You can start with Blinds.com. Right now, you can save up to 45% with their end-of-season flash sale. They have so much to choose from, and they can do it all uh, from their office and your comfort of your own home. You don't have to have people come into your house. You get the upfront quote online, no hidden fees, and you can either do the measuring and installation yourself, or you can let Blinds.com come out and do it for you. But I got to tell you, I am not handy at all. I did all the measuring and everything for my blinds and I got it right because they were on the phone going, no dummy. No, God, have you never used a tape measure before. There's a reason blinds.com is the industry leader in online window treatments. Blinds.com not only, not only offers you free shipping, but also their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Save up to 45%. Plus, score premium doorbusters right now during the blinds.com end of season flash sale. Up to 45% off, but only for a limited time at Blinds.com. That's Blinds.com. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, there's a couple of things. First of all, proof positive of what I just said about an invasion. I want to show you some video here. I'll describe it as it goes up on the screen. Migrants are in a boat, and they land uh, near San Diego. They're in La Jolla, California. And here is a uh, video of it. You'll see this black rubber boat. It's just speeding onto shore. 
it it looks like what our Navy SEALs use, okay? Same thing. It's full of people all dressed in black. It comes ashore, people are standing there, and you can hear some of them go, wait a minute, what's going on? Why isn't somebody doing about this? You hear the cops coming. Somebody at least called the cops. I, I wasn't sure what was going on. And you see these guys come out of the boat. They're carrying black bags, some of them, and they're all wearing black, all identical. They get off the boat and they run into the neighborhood and they get away. They're illegal aliens. Now, I understand why people aren't doing anything, quite honestly, because they think that they're going to be arrested if they get involved. And in California, you probably would. But that should tell you you're not in control. This country is no longer about you, the people, about the citizen and their rights. You don't have it. They have it. And you don't know who those people are. Didn't that look, look like a Navy SEAL invasion? Yeah. I mean, a, a, not a maybe highly trained one. Yeah. But not necessarily a well-equipped one. Right. But yeah. still, but scary. Still. And, and it's, it's a question of how many times. Do we, on a daily basis, have that same question in our mind? Why isn't anyone doing anything? So uh, We see it over and over and over again. The president is trying to change the narrative here. He came out this week and he said, I've I've never said the border was secure. What I've always said that it wasn't secure. I want you to listen to uh, the administration over the last couple of years, just some highlights. Cut three. You're confident this border is secure? We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. Uh, the border is closed. The border is secure. No doubt about it. Uh, our, our border is secure. The border remains closed. It is not open. We are turning away the majority of adults. The removal of Title 42 does not mean majority. the border is open. Uh, anyone who suggests otherwise is simply doing the work of these smugglers. I want to be very clear. Our borders are not open. There certainly is not an open border. Uh, we are continuing continuing to employ our immigration proceedings and process and restrictions at the border. People who cross our border unlawfully and without a legal basis to remain will be pr- promptly processed and removed. The border is secure. The fact that the uh, removal of Title 42 is happening in just a day or two doesn't mean that the border is open. It just doesn't mean that. The border is secure. And you know you said that the border is secure, sir? So what does he say? I've never believed that the border was secure. I haven't said that. I've, I've been saying that for the last 10 years, but you won't give me the money. This isn't about money. Why is it? It's did the money suddenly dry up the minute you got into office? It's not about the money. Now, let me ask you. Who's the one in rebellion? Who is the one that is telling the truth? Who's the one that is on the side of law and order and safety for Americans? Is it the administration that has been telling you now for three years and we will have 10 million people across that totally secure closed border? Is it them? Or is it the so-called conspiracy theorists? See, the hard thing with a conspiracy theory is you got to tell people what they really can't see with their own eyes. 
It's not a it's not a theory, it's an absolute fact. Look at it in your own town. Stand up, America. You are not someone who destroys, you are someone who builds. Step up. The Glenn Beck program.